Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that pays tribute to the parrots of the past by telling their stories today. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're talking about the time when an ex-president's pet parrot livened up his memorial service by giving a rather obscene eulogy. The day was June 10th, 1845. President Andrew Jackson's funeral was rudely interrupted when his pet parrot began squawking profanities during the service. It's possible the bird was upset by the large crowd, or maybe he was just grieving more vocally than his fellow mourners. In either case, the parrot's outburst was so disruptive that he was eventually taken outside, where he could curse more freely. The bird in question was an African gray parrot named Paul, as in Polly Wanna Cracker. It wasn't the most inspired name for a parrot, but we'll talk more about that a little later. Andrew Jackson had originally bought Paul as a gift for his wife Rachel. Unfortunately, she died of a heart attack in December of 1828, shortly after Jackson was elected president. He was so grief-stricken that he reportedly had to be pulled away from his wife so that the undertaker could prepare the body for burial. It's no surprise, then, that Jackson continued caring for the parrot after his wife's passing. And since parrots can live to be 50 years or older, that relationship lasted all the way up to Jackson's own death, 17 years later. That's a long time to spend together with a pet, 
and it gave Paul plenty of opportunity to pick up some of the saltier language used by one of history's most hot-tempered presidents. Parrots, of course, are notorious mimics, capable of memorizing and reproducing the sounds they hear, whether it be a baby crying or a president swearing. Paul eventually earned a reputation for cursing at visitors who came to the White House, so while we can't say for certain that he got his foul mouth from his owner, it seems like a safe bet. After all, Jackson was the guy who installed a dozen spittoons in the White House, participated in more than a hundred armed duels, and orchestrated the Indian removal process that forced tens of thousands of Native Americans off their land. The fact that he was a bad influence, even on a parrot, isn't all that surprising. Still, for all his shortcomings and controversial policies, Old Hickory was a celebrated military commander and the seventh president of the United States. He had been out of office eight years by the time of his death on June 8, 1845, but you never would have known it from the size of the crowd at his funeral. The service was held two days later at the Hermitage, his family home in Tennessee. More than 3,000 people gathered to pay their respects, and among them was an African gray parrot named Paul. It's unclear who decided the pet parrot should be present in the crowded room, but whoever it was quickly regretted the decision when Paul started loudly chirping, squeaking, and swearing. Reverend William Menifee presided over the funeral and later described the scene that day, writing, quote, Before the sermon and while the crowd was gathering, a wicked parrot that was a household pet got excited and commenced swearing so loud and long as to disturb the people and had to be carried from the house. The reverend went on to say that Paul had, quote, let loose perfect gusts of cuss words, and that the mourners were horrified and awed at the bird's lack of reverence. The biggest question in all this is, of course, what exactly did the parrot say? Sadly, Reverend Menifee failed to transcribe the bird's tirade, though I imagine it was something to the effect of And you can keep your crackers, too. Speaking of Pollywanna Cracker, let's talk about that old cliché. The name Paul has acted as a generic name for a parrot since at least the early 1600s. The earliest written record of its usage is in a satirical play called Volpone, written by Ben Jonson in 1606. Many of the play's characters are described as animals that somehow reflect their key character traits. For example, the title character, Volpone, is likened to a fox due to his slyness and cunning. Johnson also included two parrot-like characters in the play, Mr. and Mrs. Politic Woodby or Paul for short. The English couple tries to curry favor in Venetian high society by mimicking the words and actions of Volpone and his crew. Johnson describes this as parrot-like behavior, since they're essentially repeating what they hear without knowing what any of it means. No one knows for sure if Johnson was the first to apply the term Paul to parrots, but his play certainly helped popularize the name. Some British bird owners later adapted Paul into the much cuter, friendlier Polly, but both versions of the name eventually crossed over to the United States and into stories about pirates. So the name wasn't as played out in Jackson's day as it is in our own. 
and even if it was an unimaginative name for a parrot, it was still nothing to swear about. Though Paul apparently disagreed. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram? You can find us at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can write to me directly at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Special thanks to guest producers Joey Pat and Casey Pegram, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.